the volume. Welcome back to another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp, YouTube, The Herd, and anywhere you get your pods. Alex Monaco, chilling with Liv Moots, who's back with a brand new show on Amp, as well as Volume Sports YouTube channel. Tuesdays and Thursdays, rapid fire with Liv. Liv, you came out on fire. Little Joy Taylor and Melvin Gordon, talk to us. Congratulations. I'm fired up and I love it so far. Yeah, it's been really, really fun. Uh, we've got guests and we've got uh, we got interview. The interview portion is on Tuesdays, and then on Thursdays we talk hot takes and hot topics, and that's really what the what the show is all about. It's called Rapid Fire, so we're talking all things hot. We've got uh, we put my guests in the hot seat. We do a rapid fire sixty seconds at the end of each interview to kind of uh, you know talk through some hot again it's just different it's not the typical interview situation you know i ask them questions that they're probably not used to being asked we've talked to joy taylor so far uh, melvin gordon we've got a current player in the nfl that will be on next week uh we got to talk to him a little bit so yeah it's really fun it's been it's been really cool to do something different and fun and 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 non-betting you know we're we're always talking sure. betting and numbers and stats and uh, so it's cool to just kind of show my personality a little bit and and uh have a little fun so i'm excited what, what would you say the coolest answer to any of your rapid fire questions would be from either of your guests thus far um let me uh melvin okay <laughs> hold on one second uh melvin was a really really fun one for me we uh talked about kind of his breakup with the chargers and that's actually something that he said he hasn't talked about yet. Uh, so if you guys want to wow. check out the full interview, you can. But uh, yeah, he talked about his breakup with the Chargers and how he was kind of blindsided. And uh, they they kind of were trying to split money with him and Austin Eckler. And then they ended up just basically saying, sorry, we're, we're going with Eckler. And so it's interesting because Chargers fans have a very large misconception about how that ended and feel like he kind of wronged them when really the Chargers wronged him. And so talking with him, it was really cool to just, again, as a Broncos fan, he ticked me off last year. There were a lot of moments where I was like, what the hell is going on? But when you talk to them as humans and not necessarily as athletes, you realize like, wow, there's a lot that plays into the game. And it was it was a it was a humbling moment for me to kind of be like, okay, you know, as a fan, you can be hard on them. That's the nature of what they do. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into this. Chargers fans are pissed with him, but there's more to the story. So it's fun. It's fun. We're just doing fun things. I'm asking them tough questions. They're in the hot seat, and and we just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. It's fun. I like it. Uh, well, Melvin and I are in lockstep with the Chargers uh, out of nowhere ambushing us. So, again, Chargers right. fans, ex-Charger fan, uh, players. It is, it is ironically perfect to segue into our kind of dating-esque theme for today's episode here, talking about breakups. <laughs> you have been cetera. dating the Chargers for a minute. <laughs> Listen, he knows. And, and unfortunately, Eckler is now gone into a tumultuous relationship with the Chargers, and he is about to get the Melvin Gordon treatment, which is just unfathomable. But this is what Dean yep. Spanos does, Liv. So yep. can't say I wasn't expecting that. Melvin, in a much better organization, as you know, 
top top five Denver is. But let's get in to today's rundown. Let's talk out a a fascinating NBA MVP that has finally come to an end here. And, And before we get into swipe right, swipe left here on some NBA futures, let's talk about this MVP. I want to give you the floor. To have a little fun wordplay here, was was the Joker robbed? Was the Dark Knight out of nowhere sauce? I call him the BFG, the big friendly giant by Embiid. We see it. He's <laughs> minus 1,000 now. I was all in on your boy, and then they just kind of went Kawhi load management towards the end and beat at a 52-point outing, and it seems like a wrap. But do you feel like your guy was robbed? Yeah, I mean, robbed is a big word because could you make the case that Embiid has been robbed for two years straight? Maybe. You know, this is just such an interesting... I think more than anything, it made me realize how quickly the market can swing uh, one direction or the other. I mean... Jokic has been the, the the front runner the entire season, and now we're not seeing him play. He gets injured, and boom. It's not like it was a minor switch. Embiid is a minus 1,000 favorite. I mean, it was just Same. like... He it, was, well, now, he was it plus makes one me, pen last week. Plus one I pen know. last week. It's weird. It, to be honest with you, it kind of feels like... <laughs> You know when you like get something, you like, okay, your friends are going out, right? They're like, um, and you didn't get an invitation and you, and you bring it up to them and they're like, we'd love to have you come if you can. Like that was a pity invite. It feels like a pity (laughs) MVP award is now being given to Embiid because all of a sudden Jokic gets injured. He's not playing, you know, in the last few games and all of a sudden the market flips on its head. So it is a, it, I, I just was shocked at how much of a switch there was, right? Like we see the market you know, moving I all the time. I didn't know this until I talked to someone who has a vote. There is schmoozing, real life flirting going on in the background. Joel Embiid has taken a Ramona Shelbourne out. Like, and, and given attention and given exclusives to these writers to fluff them up, to sway them. I'm sorry, is this... Is this for the president of the United States? It's just fascinating once you start really <laughs> looking into president. it. Like, wow. And Bede's over here campaigning while Jokic has his legs crossed at the garden like Larry David. One of them went all out for campaigning. One of them didn't, and you're seeing it. I guess the guy that spent more money on uh, his name on lawns caught a W here, Joel. You know, and it's interesting because I guess, yeah, you could say Jokic was robbed of, of the MVP, uh, but I, I felt like... You know, as deserving as he may have been and the conversations of three time, three time, three time, there was a part of me that just felt like they will never, ever do that unless it's a guy like LeBron James or a guy like like they are not going. It's hard enough that Jokic got back to back MVP. I think that there is a I was talking about this on my new show, actually, and I said, I think what is hard for people and what's difficult for people when it comes to Jokic is that he is not the type of athlete that you would expect to be a potential three-time MVP. I think people struggle with the fact that, you know, it's so hard for me. I don't want to say this and sound. He is not your typical physique um, type of – there's a a certain lax energy with him, just kind of cool, calm, collected. You know, he doesn't – he's just – comfortable you know he just it looks so easy for him and I think it rubs people the wrong way I think people have a problem with Jokic just being Jokic has done no plastic surgery he's done no work (laughs) he's all natural he wears 
No, he, he wears it and you see it. I love it. Yeah. I, I get what you're putting. Down. I love it too. But this is what this is the last thing I want to say on it that bothers me is that there's only been two players, Russ did it four times, Oscar Robinson did it once, to average a triple double. You know this. He was it was why I was I was on Jokic. I'm losing money on this. He was at nine point nine assists last week. He was right there, point one away, second in the league in assists. He ends as we sit here today fourth and 9.8 and that to me was the easiest get off of Jokic onto Embiid vote sway you could have made because if if he won the West record wise and averaged what only two men have done in the entire league ever then you're starting to get in an interesting argument because he didn't hit 10 assists I think it has to go to Joel I hate to I hate to wear an L here but that's that I want to hear thoughts where on the- if that bothered you at all Here's where the BS also lies is I I can vividly remember many obnoxious, annoying, (laughs) obnoxious Philly fans for the past two years have said, well, Jokic isn't winning games. He's actually held the best record in the West all season long. So now what are we talking about? The excuse you've had for two years no longer works. So you had to find something else. And to your point, Jokic gets injured. He drops now in the, you know, average assists on the season. And boom, now we can swing it. And now it's Embiid. And now there's no no competition, no conversation. Oh, that's interesting because – you sure had a million excuses as to why Embiid potentially didn't get it, but all of a sudden it's a it's a I'm you know what good for Embiid because he is a very talented player, but more than anything, I'm excited to hear absolutely nothing out of Philly's mouth. I can't wait to shut them up. So give it to Embiid, yay Embiid, and then yeah, move on. Jokic right. is still Philly's that going, guy. Philly's so. going to the second round and bouncing out as always. Let's per usual. get in. Let's get into the swipe right, swipe left. We're gonna have a little, and you're gonna you're gonna kick us off here. Lay, lay, lay the land for us. Swiping right, of course, if you're not on dating apps, is a yes. Swiping left is no. If you're off the market, you might not know that. You have to throw that out there. So we're gonna go right or left on these teams. And yeah, you've done this very successfully. So talking out, we're gonna start out with the Knicks and the Cavs here. The Knicks are plus 166 to win the series. Cavs are mm-hmm. minus 198 right now. Are you swiping right or are you swiping left on the New York Knicks? Let's swipe right. They Let's got go! that new they got that New York energy and and they play just they play tough. They play tough. Now what I will tell you is I think the addition of Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs has been extraordinary Um, versus the Knicks. I believe he's averaging 31 points this season. And in his last three playoff runs, he's also averaging 31 points. Uh, So he he knows how to show up on the biggest stages and and get the job done. So really, really hoping that the Knicks have a game plan for him. Uh, Because if they let him cook the way he's been cooking all season long, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a long little series here. but something about that New York energy. New York's just rocking with sports this year all around. They've got that grit wow. and that dog in them. And and you know, how many times did people fade the the giant the New York Giants and get upset? I I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not underestimating the power of New York sports right now and I just think that the Knicks play with a with a a competitiveness that I'm very fond of and they obviously have some new additions over there and and it seems to be gelling and vibing and yeah so give me give me a swipe right especially at plus 166 i'll swipe right on the knicks 
I will. Let's go. Hey, well, as you know, hosting hosting on MSG, it is an exciting time, as you just alluded to, for New York sports. On the network totally. alone, Knicks, Rangers, Devils, and Islanders, all more than likely, three of them going to the playoffs. Isles got a shot. So, yeah, New York sports, not to mention Giants and, of course, Mets and Yankees. Good, good time in the Big Apple right now. But, totally. again, I study this team for my job. I know them backwards and forwards. This is a team that's owned Cleveland live in the entire season. Three and one on the year. Outscored them in points per game. Field goal, field goal percentage. Rebounding. You saw it the other day. Again, they didn't have Allen, but of course the Knicks didn't have Randall. They dominated Cleveland on the road. And again, this is a, a Tommy Tibbs team that actually is the best offense he's ever had. Of any of the teams this defensive-minded coach has had in his arsenal this is the most prolific offense. And just from a betting perspective, just want to throw this out there. The Cavs are one in three on the season covering. They laid as high as four and a half and as low as two and a half against the Knicks on the season. They only covered one time. And just to, to from a numbers perspective, understand how good they are at home. They're 40, they're 47 and 17 as favorites and a top five record at home. But when it comes to this Knicks team, they own it. And you look at on the road, when you come to New York, you have to have an identity. And you look at Donovan Mitchell, he leads the Cavs, a very young team that has little to no playoff experience. Donovan Mitchell, let's not forget, has won two playoff series out of seven in Utah. And Brunson... I mean, I saw a Gottlieb tweet that Brunson's the MVP of the league as far as value to one franchise and what they've done. It is such a special team. But yeah, I could go on and on about the numbers. But That's a good word. Back, I like the word special. They are a special yeah, team. But just, I like that. Just the, the situational trends favor the Knicks. And again, they've had a top five net offensive rating and top 10 net defensive rating since Thibodeau went to a nine-man rotation. And it's a, it's a humble one because they don't go deep off the bench, but everyone has a role. They're going to they're gonna roll the Cavs. They're going to roll the Cavs. I, I, I am telling people, imploring people, swipe right with us, take the plus 166 to the bank, and come with me as we'll talk out on the journey in the East. I really hope this isn't one of those. We swipe right. His profile says uh, 6'2", but he's actually 5'11". He lied. Big fat liar. Uh, he edited his pictures. You show up on the date, and you're like, what the hell is going on? So I hope you're right. I hope that we are, we're both on the same page here, that what we've seen from them is what we get from them. So well, just, I, I, just I think... Speaking Speaking on New York from a from a dating perspective, when you look at the Knicks, I mean, what from from your POV? How do you assess them as as somebody to lock in? Is it a short term fling? Is it a summer fling? Live? We talking? You're locking them up? Could have some potential for a long run. This might be this might be the the type of relationship because the Brunson edition is huge to me. This might be the type of relationship where you guys like date, it goes south, where you break up, and then you find each other again, and it's happily ever after, <laughs> marriage forever. So there may be, like, we've seen some great moments from this Knicks team, and that that playoff pressure is different, and, and the execution of the play, like, that pressure is just, I always say, like, 
yeah, the team was great in the regular season, but like playoffs are different. It just feels that way truly with the NBA especially. Um, yeah. But I think they really are getting something that could that is a long term long term greatness. I think is where we're seeing this program go. Will it happen this year? That I don't know. But I think it's they're on their way to building a very successful franchise. They're in the dating world. They're 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 new and hot on the block because they haven't been. I mean, they've been in the playoffs a year before last. But a lot of a lot of people in the NBA will remember the Mellow Knicks 2012 team as the last kind of viable Knicks club. So as far as on the market, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like is this a Dell 2.0? I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I'm all in. I'm all in on New York. We're going to talk East in a second. But let's talk the West. Who are you swiping right on? And again, this is a fascinating West just to to lay the table. We have a Suns team that's fourth and first in odds. We have a Nuggets team first, second in odds. We have a Warriors team sixth and third in odds. The Kings are third and fourth in odds. It's all over the board. So... How are you approaching the dating scene in the West here as we get ready for the playoffs? Um, <laughs> this might actually shock the entire world. Yes, I love the Denver Nuggets, but I have mentioned playoff pressure, and it does stress me out a little because we have not been there. We, you know, obviously the bubble. We saw Jamal Murray go off and look great and whatever, but. Um, If I'm going from a value perspective, if I am going from, let's say we're dating, I'm on a dating app, right? And um, I'm not looking at attractiveness, but who they are, good quality, good value. Let's talk value. <laughs> let's do it. Give me under the Lakers six foot at men. plus Let's talk under six foot men. <laughs> Lakers at plus 1,200 would be my value. Let me tell you something. Okay, listen. Everyone listen before you freak out. If the Lakers, hypothetically, let's say the Lakers face the Pelicans in the play-in, which I think is a team that they can beat. I think it will be highly competitive, but I think that they can beat them. They have beat them this season. However, Zion hasn't been playing in a few of those games, so different story. We know he's ramping up to, to get back in, whatever. Let's say that the Lakers get past the Pelicans. I believe that will be enough momentum to face a, I don't know, young, immature Grizzlies team, knock them out, potentially face the Warriors. That that would be right there, the the roadblock. That would be the roadblock to me is facing the Warriors. We have Wiggins returning to the Warriors, who adds value to both sides of the floor. Uh, I think that that gives the Warriors a massive edge here. But we've also watched this Warriors team struggle on the road uh, immensely this season. So this isn't, yeah, defending champions, but they don't look it entirely. Uh, so this is not, you know, it's, it would be easy to go, oh, the Warriors got that easy, defending champs, whatever. But we haven't really seen them be the defending champions this season. They've struggled. There's been some, there's been some struggles there. If I'm going value, Lakers 1200 is just it, it, something about if Reeves keeps cooking, if AD stays healthy, LeBron James will get in a playoff spot and he will do what he does. He is cool, calm, collected. He knows what he's doing in that spot. That playoff pressure is nothing to him. Those are the moments where we see LeBron James and we go, yeah, he never left. He's there. There he is. That's that's the LeBron we know and love. So 
Value-wise, give me the Lakers. I would not spend money on the Grizzlies. They're a left. Uh, Warriors, I would swipe right. Nuggets, right. Suns, right. I mean, I the West is highly competitive. The West is is a tough one. But from a value perspective, I'd go Lakers. I love it. Listen, I'm in my I'm in my lifelong relationship with the Lakers as we speak. You know this. Born and raised in San Diego. We got no team, so the Lakers. Mom's from L.A. is my club. I am feeling a little emotional about this, but again, I've rocked with them. I'm going back to old reliable, and we know that the Lakers have hurt us before, Liv, and we're going back again. The AD injury. We like getting our feelings hurt. It builds character. Listen. It's like if it was a marriage that that one year, and if you're in a lifelong marriage, you you know you hang in there by remembering right. good moments. Well, yep. how about that bubble romance? I mean, that bubble romance was top. Oh, shot. it hurt my feelings as a Nuggets fan. I'll tell you that. But I, but I mean, all in all seriousness, since the trade deadline, they've played top six record wise. Mm-hmm. They've played top one in defensive rating they were Mm -hmm. 20th before the deadline for those listening their offensive rating is up ad has been a monster at 26 13 and 2 in 22 of 24 games and you mentioned reeves he he's a 16 a game he's going crazy so I, i i've struck a chord by saying that i think this team could actually talent wise gel better than the bubble team There are some pieces. It's just going to come down to, and I'll ask you this, and you can loop it into dating. They haven't had a whole ton of momentum. Denver has been dancing on the floor all season, all night. They have the continuity. They have the chemistry. They know each other. The Suns don't. The Lakers really don't. The Clippers are hurt. The Grizzlies do, but this is an interesting West. So, yeah, I mean, I got to show a little love to the Nuggets because, again, they've, they've delivered at home. You will have to come to them. And before we move on to the East, talk to me about what the Pepsi Center is from a home court advantage standpoint. I mean, you guys are probably going to be rocking. It's going to be a tough place to win at. Yeah, no, the, the, the Nuggets fans will show up for sure. Uh, I think Denver is is has always been a great sports city, but the Avs obviously having a very successful year. Winning Super Bowl 50 was, I think that the sports have become much more dominant and the Nuggets as well. I think Jokic has kind of turned around how, you know, the fans show up for games because he's one of one. Um, I, I do feel good about having home court advantage for this Denver team. I will say that while it's great to be on top the whole season, uh, we're seeing them kind of get the most adversity and and get the most battle tested here in this final stretch. What I hope that that is not doing is killing confidence and or uh, kind of killing the vibe. I mean, their own coach, Malone, uh, Mike Malone, called them soft after losing to the Rockets. So, like, <laughs> hopefully that the morale doesn't, you know, that because that is important. The energy, the morale, that's all stuff that is important to the game. So I'm hoping that these these losses and these close games and these whatever isn't going to affect the morale. But again, I do think it's good that they're getting battle tested now and not in the playoffs because they have been kind of sitting pretty at the top for the whole season. Real quick, from a dating perspective, if Mm -hmm. you get called soft, that is like you're too nice. (laughs) You're too nice. Yeah, are the you're nuggets too nice. are the nuggets too nice, Liv, or can they, they might protect be. you? They I might thought be. I need to know. Can they protect you in the face of adversity? They might be. Listen, I kind of feel like sometimes I want 
Aaron Gordon to kind of tap into that like Draymond energy a little bit. He's so badass. He is so strong. He's so dominant in his talent and skills. And I kind of like, you know, I do also love that he's humble and doesn't run his mouth, but there's a part of me that's like, you're going to be up against the big dogs. Like the West is no joke. I kind of want them even look at our center two-time MVP. He's a big teddy bear. It's like, I, I do think sometimes Jamal Murray, you know, he knows how to talk his shit a little bit. Canada though. He's right. Like, so I'm saying like, we got a lot of little, like we got a lot of sweethearts, but I need y'all to like <laughs> sometimes be an a-hole. Like I actually, I dated a guy. He was wonderful. Like he, treated me so well and he treated me like a queen i was like the he was wonderful i he's an ex and i will never say anything bad about him he was great he was too nice i was like you need to tell me to shut my mouth and drop my attitude and and figure it out i i need a man that can check me every once in a while i think oh, the nugget me. I, that was my that last relationship. I, I, le I learned all about checking all right uh oh what's listen Teach the nuggets a finger two then I'm not saying I implemented it. I just learned it. Uh, let's go oh. to the east. Let's go. To the, okay. I'm not, hey, I'm San, I'm San Diego over here. We're 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 happy. We're happy until we move <laughs> to four four season weather. All right, who are you swiping right on in the east? Obviously, Bucks are the chalk. Celtics right behind them. Then it goes Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Heat. Much more in alignment with the standings. Mm -hmm. Who are you dating? Who are you may be marrying in the east here? So. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, I, with the West, I was looking at like, uh, value, good heart, good job, sweet. Da, 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 da. I'm looking at attractive in the East and the bucks are attractive. The bucks are attractive. They've got, they've got the pieces to the puzzle. They've got Giannis. Um, they, they are just very dominant right now. So if I'm going on a, on attraction, give me the bucks. Um, this is a, this is a, I, I, my emotion, emotionally though, I like the Celtics. Obviously they have a lot of talent over there. Um, they, they got really close last year. They fought really hard last year, but this to me, um, Sixers, I think will choke, uh, the Cavs, as much as I love the talent there, I don't think they're quite ready for the biggest stage yet. The Knicks love them to death, but that would be that would be like a TCU type run where it's like who are they what uh nope. so not impossible uh he not super impressed with them right now so i would say it's between bucks and celtics but i got to go attraction here and just say that i just i just cannot see the bucks not dominating the east no i hear you i mean look uh, from a relationship standpoint uh, that the Celtics got broken up with by their head coach. They they didn't do anything wrong. Again, like we, we I took you on vacation. We we went out to eat throughout the year. I I, I was an active listener, and then we and broke then you up. dumped me. <laughs> it's like so there there's something there with Boston where they do have a chip. It matches the energy of the city. Everyone's jocking totally. the box. I'm not on. I'm not on it. I can't. I can't jump on plus one fifteen. There's no value. Now you know this. I am traditionally a nice individual i don't really you know we've gone for the girls who aren't as nice before and been burned in you know high school of et course somehow you keep going back to them but i don't have many opportunities to go on the back of a motorcycle metaphorically speaking here and i am in a <laughs> new york market and i need to feel a little dangerous i need to feel a little dr evil dangerous 
I'm taking the Knicks to the bank. I got them at 45 oh, to yeah, one. Yeah. 45 to one. But they are right now, and pending where you shop, about 36 to one. I, this is all I'm saying, Liv. In a year where your football team went to the championship, in a year where my basketball team went to the championship, TCU, SDSU, respectively, why not us? Why? Why not us? Look, if I Eric think the Nuggets Andre, have a better shot. To your if, point, I think the Nuggets have a better shot than the Knicks do. Listen, that's fair. But if, if, if in the year of Eric Andre Poland, Emily Radikowski, anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> so get me you know on what? the back You're of the motorcycle. Give me the Knicks. Let's go. Monaco's going to buy a leather jacket and wear it the next time that we film. <laughs> I will, if the Knicks win, I'm buying a piece of property. Forget a jacket. I mean, this is life-changing okay. if the Knicks win. This is all I will say. Last thing I will say. I'm a sign. I'm not a signs guy, but I'm not not a signs guy. 50-year anniversary for the Knicks. 50 on the dot. I was there that night against the Pelicans. Who did they play against in 1973? The Knicks. The LA Lakers. I'm just saying... We've mentioned the Lakers. We've mentioned the Knicks. If you put the Knicks and the Lakers in a futures ticket, you too live are buying a piece of property. It is life changing. You know when life. you're like dating someone and you like are fantasizing this wonderful thing that's not real. That's what you're doing right now. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's what you're doing. I'd rather right now. be an optimist and think hey, that I that's still fine. can grow. I'm five ten and a half. I still believe I'm hitting six foot. I'm working on the posture. Fine, I'm meditating. Do it as long as you're honest on the dating app and you don't add two inches. And no, then she not. shows up and she's not. like, "What?" That's the only time I'm like, "What's up?" If you're if you're a short king, own it. Not Listen, saying you're a short king, but if you are not a short king, will you put me in the in the five eight five seven world? You know this. It's in the stand up act. Every quarter inch, half inch matters in the world of under six. Michael said, "I am not a short king. I am five ten and a half with piano posture. That is a lot different." Wait, than is a five ten? Is five ten average? I would say about 5'10 is average. I, our producer can hop on and, and confirm, but I'm pretty sure that is uh, – might even be slightly above average. Look, I'm sorry. You live in the world of professional athletes. I talk it's about sports. But the reality is average. my hair gets me there either way. My hair gets me there either way. Oh, my gosh. That right, is good. You, have, you, have you settled on the championship? We are running out of time. Do you yeah. – have you swiped right or left on someone? Are you going to sit? Because we, we do have to get to dating advice before we get out of here. Yeah, no, I um I I haven't settled on one yet because I could make a case for a lot of teams in the West and I could make a lot of te a case for a lot of teams in the East. I think safe bet right now, and I don't love safe bets, but if you're, you know, if someone's like who's winning, gun to head, who's winning? I'd go Bucks. Uh, they they are just they're consistent, they're dominant. They've got Giannis who in my opinion has been performing like an MVP all season long. They were still they winning the, without Giannis all season Liv, they're long. The, they're the accountant. You're, da you're, yeah. you're picking the accountant. You're, you're, you're they're, he's not going to get yeah. fired. The safe you bet over your head. You're safe. Exactly. You're you're maybe you're not living on the wild side. Maybe you're not like he's not mean and doesn't disrespect you. You're just kind of living like a very you know happy, comfortable life. That that's the type of guy that that the Bucks are to me in this championship bet. So. I'd swipe right on them if I'm looking for just something something comfortable, something that just, you know, you lay down at night next to them and you just know, you know, we have a routine. Every day looks the same. If I'm living on the edge, 
and I kind of want to have a you know a couple days where I'm upset and I'm there's a little bit of drama, I go nuggets. And if I'm really, really looking to flip my life on its head, give me the Lakers. There you go. Boom, baby. I'm moving there to Europe with a Latin man. Sorry, family. Lakers are winning it all. <laughs> I mean, look, that's that's why not? Why not move to Europe in the in the energy of White Lotus? Perfect time. Look, I'm on Lakers. I'm on Knicks. Long shots. Realistically, I, I I actually think the Boston Celtics to win it all is not a terrible thought. It, it really isn't. They they're a little too live and die by the three, but I think they'll they'll find a way to to go a little more strategic in the playoffs. But I can't forget about that 140-99 win against the Bucks the other day. I mean, when they're making their threes. They are unstoppable. And again, this is still a top five defense in a lot of statistical categories. All right. We're out of here on some dating advice. Don't know if you have anything for me. Probably nothing I can teach you that you can't teach yourself. But in my world, I'm living in, I'm living in an interesting Manhattan situation. We, we, mm -hmm. we got some, some scenarios going on, one of which I want to throw to you, if that's all right. Of course. So... So I'm talking to a girl. She went to UConn. Obviously, I'm from San Diego. I didn't go to San Diego State, but my dad did, my brother did, my uncle did. I'm from 10 minutes from there. So pretty much my college team. We don't have a basketball team. So it is the Aztecs. So she messages me right before tip. This is, this is, this is, I'm in my game mode. I'm already like, yo, don't talk to me. Airplane situ, you know, let me dial in. So she goes, so this is interesting. I went to UConn and they're playing San Diego. It's unfortunate that this is what's going to tear us apart. Now, that's just a cocky thing to say in general, but like knowing that I'm a seven and a half point dog, three to one on the money line, and little old Ron Burgundy land San Diego's in the championship against a Big East juggernaut, I knew we were looking for a Christmas miracle for a win there. My question to you from a dating perspective is the win happens, doesn't even text me, and just actually leans into oh wow yeah i won you lost this is it how would you play this and could you personally date somebody that beat your team as fresh as less than a week ago um yes i could date someone that 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 beat my team um george, george you could date a georgia man that just beat tcu like fresh fresh and yes you, yes but you before basically saying this is not going to work we're going to roll you and then they roll you this is where i'm at i'm, I'm trying to figure out how italian i want to be or not <laughs> yes i could date some i could date a georgia bulldog right now however if it gets mentioned and brought up more than once you, i'll hold the door open for you while you walk out of it because what are you doing so there's, a, there's a le there's there's a level of okay you know listen nobody nobody plays when it comes to their squad nobody okay in the world of sports i will tell you though i kind of f with this girl because she's bold she's ballsy which those are two things that i am and two things i have a lot of respect for and she knew she communicated with you in a language that you live she took the time to understand wow. like she knows what you do for work she knows your interest in sports and she communicated you in a sports slash sports betting language like you'd r almost rather have that than have some girl be like what's a spread it's like oh my god like just like 
watch my no, it's YouTube, true but i mean God's do you sake. battle with this too like do you you want a guy that's into sports and knows what you do too but do you want to sit there and talk about the spread with him or hey, not like yeah you, see, golf, you want your wife to golf with you every time you golf i don't know i haven't been in that scenario i dated a girl whose parents golf together phenomenal relationship but that, that that's midwest special i will tell you there have been a few guys that i have just communicated with it takes a lot for me to settle down first of all because i have very very <laughs> high expectations however there have been some guys i've communicated with and it is a massive turnoff when they are constantly bringing up what i do for work because what it feels like is they're trying to like get the plug or they like want the like like there's always some type of conversation that gets brought up that feels like right hey like we should go to a game but then that turns into like you do you get tickets up. and it's like <laughs> you pay the tickets what the hell do you think this is like so there's like i want right. somebody that enjoys sports but i don't want somebody that is like as like that is in it as much as i am because i there i do want to take a break i don't want to always talk about your effing parlay or whatever like that's a lot so it's like i want someone in sports but the betting piece i think it's the betting piece that like is what i need a break from because i've been watching sports my whole life i, I don't when i come home from work i want to be able to turn sports on the tv yes but i don't want it to be where's the money on this one where's the do it like constant it would no that would drive me nuts so it's interesting because i have talked to guys that are yeah, my work gets my work and what I do gets brought up way too much, and it's just like immediately I get the ick, and once I get the ick, you'll never hear from me again, there ever. Hey, so, I, I got better. Hope you, hope y'all out there got better. I guess we're gonna give this girl a shot at least. Yes, I respect her for being ballsy, and I respect her for talking about something that she knows interests you. I love. I like it. that. Hey, great app. Having having a uh, little best game we show ever back on the ones and twos talking out a little dating. Hey, we're we're sort of in lockstep with long shot with the Lakers, and I'm showing love to the Nuggets. I, I think I think they're getting disrespected. And hey, I agree. You can hype up your man to be a little mean if he's nice. That's a coachable asset. You can do this, Liv. Totally. You can talk your boys up. Yeah, like come on, y'all. Let's get some like, I I I like I like my men slightly mean. Not get, to people, not to servers, not to their mom, not to their friends. I like them to just know how to check me. And sometimes that requires them being a little mean. So, yes, I think that there's that's healthy in some ways. But the Jam second that they disrespect a server, I'm out the door. Deuces. Well said. Jamal Murray just needs to get on his hockey Canadian mindset here. It's there all you, you go. Just, just, just cross-check somebody once or twice. All right. We are out of here again. Make sure to check us out on all things pods, volume sports, Amazon amp. Check out Liv's new show, Live Moods Live, Rapid Fire. Huge guests, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm Monaco. She is Liv Moods. We are out of here. See ya. The Volume.